Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. If you are caring for a person with autism, great information from a trusted source can be a lifeline. We hope today's conversation will help you create success for the extraordinary individual with autism in your life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. I am vice president here at Autism Spectrum Therapies, an agency that I've had the pleasure of being with now. Uh, officially, will be 10 years in six days. Uh, we provide services to uh, individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities uh, across the country. Primarily, we're ABA people, and, and I myself am an ABA guy. I'm a board-certified behavior analyst who has been working in the field for about 13 years now. Um, as I talked about last show, got a chance to catch up with uh, those folks who kind of helped me get my career started back east at a recent conference, which is just great to always be reminded of kind of where you came from and how you started. Uh, and for me, most importantly, those early clients I worked with or, or students, because I think they shaped me more than anything else. Um, you know, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, generally, I talk to you guys at the stop start of every show about what I've done, and and this week the thing I'm probably most looking forward to is something I'm going to do uh, later this week. I'm, I'm got this really cool opportunity, you know, to go into a new community, talk to some new people. I'm actually going to be doing a workshop uh, webinar to start, followed up with a, a live uh, workshop to a bunch of teachers, principals, educators in Milwaukee. And I've, I've actually never been to Milwaukee before. I'm really excited to, to meet some new people and talk to some new people and uh, actually talk a little bit about ABA and talk about just what it is and how it can be applied. Um, I think sometimes we get these kind of most commonly used type of definitions or thoughts about ABA. And, and as the ABA nerd that I am, I, I think ABA is really something all around us. I mean, the science of, of learning, the, the study of human behavior, I mean, I see it everywhere I go. I, I was just spent the last weekend with my, um, with my niece and my nephew, and I, I was talking about ABA with my wife as it related to our nephew's behavior and his, you know, his attention-seeking behavior and, and how certain strategies we used led to those behaviors decreasing over the span of a, an afternoon. And so, you know, it's really cool to get to go talk to a, an audience that is looking at ABA uh, from this other perspective, not just ABA and autism as, as we commonly associate it, but ABA in education and ABA in schools and ABA with the overall student body population. So get a chance to talk a little bit about ABA as it relates to the IEP of a specific student, but also talk a little bit about the school-wide positive behavior support interventions and strategies um, that are really starting to catch on across the country. I mean, we have had 
Bob Horner on the show uh, probably about two years ago now talking about his research and the, the work he does up in Oregon is amazing. And I've had the pleasure of, of doing some of the research here locally at California State University um, as part of my graduate program uh, many years ago in which we were looking at some of these interventions and, and how to apply them and um, how they can be used in different schools because it's not an autism thing. It's, it's, it's a behavior thing. It's a human beings thing. It's, it's why we do what we do and how we can put some of these basic principles into place. So really excited to, to be talking to these groups of educators um, and really just get to meet some new people. So hopefully in the next episode or two, I get to come back and talk a little bit about what I learned from, from this new community and this new population of, uh, of hopefully friends who can chime in on what we're doing and, and what we're talking about. Um, well, this week we are going to be talking to an author of a new book. And you guys are, have had, uh, had us bring on lots of different authors over the years. But this is kind of a cool book with a, with a little different spin. Um, today I'm going to be joined by uh, Judy Cohen, and she's the co-author of a new book, uh, called Mikey, and it's a book about a day at school seen through the eyes of a child with autism. Um, Judy's been employed by the Milwaukee Public School System in special education for over 25 years. She began her career as a special education classroom teacher and for the last 17 years has been a diagnostic teacher in the school system. Um, Judy also owns Lakeside Educational Services in Milwaukee, LES, Lakeside Education Services, specializes in academic coaching, tutoring, as well as teaching and reinforcing organizational study skills. Julie lives with her husband, Jeff, of 37 years, and has two grown children, one of whom she wrote this great book with. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and I am ecstatic to hear that you're going to be in Milwaukee. How yeah. funny is that? <laughs> I know, I know. I, I was... As I was kind of getting ready for today and the timing of the show, I was like, yeah, I guess I have to bring up Milwaukee. It's, it's going to be best. really cool. It is, a, it is such a phenomenal city. You're going to love your stay here. I'm, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. I've heard that about Milwaukee. I've never been. I feel like I've been on the coast and I've been in the south a lot more than I've been kind of in that northern, midwest, middle of the country. So, um, I'm really looking forward to it, and just and I'm hoping I, the weather cooperates with you because as I'm sitting right now talking to you, it's snowing. <laughs> well, this but, week I'm going to do a webinar with them, and then in a okay. few weeks I'm going to come and do the workshop. So the workshop will be in May, which oh, I wonderful. think I'll be okay. I hope. And where will you be in Milwaukee? You know, I'm not entirely sure yet. Um, okay. They haven't told me the exact location just yet. The, the webinar I'm going to do is for um, principals, educators, different people from across um, the city. So they're all coming in and dialing in from lots of different locations. And okay. um, I'm going to find out the location of the workshop soon. Um, they are, you know, they're, they're still putting the finishing touches on it because fortunately the webinar itself is getting – it's a, a webinar series, and they're telling me that it's the, the highest attended webinar that I've ever had. So they're not quite sure how many people are then going to do the workshop, so they may be looking at bigger spaces. And I have to tell you that being um, – I'm a retired teacher from Milwaukee Public Schools, and okay. my whole career was in special education. But the last 
17 years of that, I was a diagnostic teacher. And in Milwaukee mm-hmm. Public Schools, that means I was one person of a support team that tested children for academic needs, did the behavioral observations of them in the classrooms when they were referred for special education criteria. So mm-hmm. I got to visit many, many, many classrooms. And usually urban school systems get a very poor rap on what's going yeah. on. But I have to tell you that the teachers that I saw in Milwaukee Public Schools were unbelievable, the best teaching that I have ever seen. And I've been to many suburban awesome. schools. And now as, a, as the other side of my career, owning my educational company, I am now a parent advocate that goes with parents to IEP meetings. I've been in the suburbs of Milwaukee County, Ozaki County, and I mm-hmm. still have to say that the teachers in Milwaukee Public Schools rate the best. Well, I mean, that's, that's high praise considering all the different classrooms you've been in. And, you know, it's, I'm excited to hear it because, like I said, it's a community that's going to be brand new to me. So it's, it's great to, to know I've got these great people who I'm going to walk into and start working with. So that's awesome. Well, and it was Milwaukee Public Schools that started my entire educational career. And in my 30-some years uh-huh. there, I had the opportunity to not only work with children on the autism spectrum, but observe these children in the regular education classrooms, which was really the premise that Mikey, uh, the book that my Mm -hmm. daughter and I co-wrote, was born from. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly where I was hoping to start with is, you know, where, where did this book come from? Because it's... For people who are in the education world like we are, it, it, it's a great concept. Like, it appeals to me right away, but it also is a tough – to me, it also yeah. seems like a tough concept to get to. So what, so what was that, that process for you of, of the inspiration of all of this? Well, my daughter graduated as a speech pathologist and then went on to get her master's in special education with an uh, emphasis on autism. Mm-hmm. And she came from a family of teachers. And the one thing that she heard continually, as I did, were parents of children on the autism spectrum that kept saying, I don't know what to do with the class. The teacher doesn't understand him. The kids don't understand him. The behaviors are getting out of hand. Nobody knows what to do with them. I keep getting all these phone calls about what do we do, what do we do. And I finally, um, I was listening to a radio show one day, and I heard a mother in California almost in tears, her fourth-grade son was being asked to leave school because they just could not accommodate what he needed. And I said to my daughter that day, why don't you write a book? You've had so much experience working with young children on the autism spectrum, working with their parents, understanding what their siblings are going through. Let's put it out in print that can help the classroom teachers, that can help kids understand what that child is all about. The bottom line of the book is that we want the child to be happy in school. We want this child to be successful and happy, and the only way that's going to happen is if the adults in the school systems understand, accept, and be aware of some of the trials that a child on the autism spectrum goes through. Unfortunately, many teachers are not aware of it. And this creates behavioral meltdowns, um, calls home on a regular basis. So we put together a book 
that has extremely beautiful illustrations, and we came upon our illustrator, which is another story in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, he was recommended, he's a graphic illustrator, and he was recommended to us to see if he could help. We showed him the manuscript, and he came up with Mikey. And that character is, it's a fictional child. It is not written about any one particular child. It's almost a combination of kids that we both have worked with over the years. But the pictures are beautiful. The emotional impact he gets in those illustrations truly tells a story by itself. And when he showed us the beginnings of his work, we said to him, Mark, how did you know how to do this? And we did not know this going into the project, but he has a child on the autism spectrum who is now a very successful high school student. And he said to us, you know, Judy, we lived this life of Mikey. My wife and I know exactly what this child goes through on a daily basis in a regular education classroom. And now if we can give this information to teachers and kids and other adults, this child can be supported and happy in the classroom. And that's where Mikey came about, was through all of these experiences. And it has been received absolutely phenomenally throughout the United States and internationally. I get Facebook messages and emails from people in Australia, in New Zealand, in Ireland, England. A woman from the Huffington Post in England wrote an article about my daughter and I. Um, we We were published in an Australian magazine. Because we all know that autism goes across all barriers. There's mm-hmm. no culture, socioeconomic, religious. It, it goes across all barriers. It affects children who go to public school and private school and parochial schools. Um, and it's just, it's, now with the CDC's new input with the statistics of the increase, it affects more children than we can even imagine because we're becoming very aware of what to look for however with that said it needs to have an impact in the classroom so these kids can be successful because many of them are very very bright and they have great strengths because the autism spectrum is so huge it encompasses so many different levels of children no, I, I, I think the message of what you're saying is so right on. And the timing, unfortunately, it's, it's bad timing that we see this big increase, but now seems like the perfect time for this dialogue because yeah. how many more kids are now going to show up in the general-led environment? As you're saying, we're, I, don't, I don't think we're prepared for this increase as a, as a society, as, as a community. So, no, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. There are so many things that we need to do um, in the educational profession to help children on this spectrum. And, you know, and we have to go, before we even think about the classroom, let's step back and think about how these potential teachers are being trained in our university systems. My daughter and I have been to many, many cities around the United States talking about Mm -hmm. Mikey. Um, which has been a phenomenal experience for us. One of, one of the things that goes across every single visit we have made is no matter who you talk to, they know someone who's impacted 
by a child with autism. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't cease to amaze us. We, were just, uh, we just got back from Kansas City, and as we were checking into the hotel, one of the reservation clerks asked us what we were doing in Kansas City, and she said, oh, my goodness, I have a niece that is on the autism spectrum. The camera person at the television studio said, well, my next-door neighbor is on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. The, the server in the restaurant we went to um, said that his oldest son is on the autism spectrum. So this goes across all barriers. But the one thing we have to, know, we have to do better is to instruct our student teachers going out into the schools. I, and I firmly believe the professors at, in the universities Mm-hmm. need to get a better grip on what's going on in the classroom. You know, and you bring, you bring all this up, and I, and I think these are such great points, and it makes me uh, wonder, and, and I'm curious, you know, so much of your audience that you're talking about, rightfully so, are adults, these teachers, people in the community, um, not just the kids. And so was there ever a thought for you guys to being that, you are an educator, your daughter is an educator. Was there ever a thought to do this more as a book geared to adults versus more of the children's book approach that you took? I mean, was there ever a thought that you may tap into one audience better, or was this always the way you thought would be best to tackle all of these different um, populations and audiences who need to increase their awareness? I think our main intent was to bring about this idea to children mm-hmm. as well as teachers because we're so accustomed to the classroom. And there are many, many books on the shelves online talking to adults about autism. Right. But there really isn't a lot of books talking to kids about autism. And one of the, the things that we have seen continually is that children on the autism spectrum remain a bright target for bullying. They don't pick up the social cues that many children get, uh, and the bullying has increased as well. This is one of the main things we have heard mm-hmm. from teachers. Um, teachers don't always get what that ses- sensory processing piece of autism is all about, and they don't realize that there are things in their classrooms that might be attributing to behavioral meltdowns. It doesn't make the child bad and it doesn't make that child, uh, it should make that child stand out, but you have to be aware of the environment you're putting that child in. And the one thing that I really stress is the best teacher is the parent. Mm. Um, I've been on many committee meetings with parents where we go into the school and talk about the child transitioning from a elementary school to a middle school. So we would go in and talk to the staff about what this child's strengths and weaknesses are, what makes him work in that classroom, and what will set him off to create an environment that isn't positive. During my career in this uh, company that I had set up, I academically work with children on the autism spectrum as well as students who just need help in academics. But one of the kids that always reminds me is a child who, when he would get nervous, um, he would start to laugh. Well, in a Mm -hmm. classroom of 25 kids, if this child starts laughing at a teacher because he doesn't understand what's going on, you can only imagine what's going to happen. When we went to the staff and said, this is something that you may see, 
they were so appreciative of that information. So it's educating the teachers what's going to happen. What's going to happen when you have a fire drill and that noise mm-hmm. goes off? What's going to happen when you are hanging things from your ceiling, as most teachers do, and it's beautiful. But what is that child going to take that as? Mm-hmm. Uh, and social, you know, how do you, how do you approach a child? One of the pages of Mikey talks about him being too close to somebody's face. He doesn't mm-hmm. understand that that child may not like that. Let's help that child understand Mikey's not being bad. You have to teach him. And one of the things mm-hmm. that Temple Grandling just did in a, a presentation she made is to make the point that we need to teach children on the autism spectrum the right behaviors because it doesn't naturally come to them. And this is what that, this book, Mikey, is really all about, teaching children to understand and accept and not belittle, not make fun of, and not bully because of some of this. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. You brought up the sensory, the noises, the proximity, right. um, and, and that was one of the, the topics that really got brought up in Mikey. Um, the thing that another topic I know you talk about that I really appreciated was um, the pictures. That right. you know, there, there's different picture systems in there, and I really liked that there is this sense of not not just that this person will respond to things differently, but maybe that reminder of maybe their workspace, their communication style. That too is going to be different, and we're going to have to add other things because as a behavior analyst. I feel like I oftentimes bring things into a classroom, like real tangible items um, to help support a student. So I liked that there was that message there, too. And, and those additional things that are a little different are still okay. And that's really my daughter bringing that into the book because she does mm. a lot of work with children with visual schedules. Yeah. Um, and those, those pieces of visual schedules and visual pictures definitely keep a child structured, help them understand this is what we do first, this is what's going to come next. Um, So that was her, because she does that in her classroom as we speak. Sure. She would be here with me today, but she's teaching. (laughs) So she could not. I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. She could not um, actually come here, but she too would. If you'd ever like to have her on, her piece of background is unbelievable, and and she truly understands the picture of the child on the spectrum in in the classroom and how do we help that child succeed. That was the main theme of Mikey. Mm -hmm. No child should be that unhappy in a classroom. Um, And kids, the, the typically developing children, need to learn understanding and acceptance. It's like anybody else that's a little different than you and I. We well, need to learn about them. Mm-hmm. It, what A funny story occurred where um, there was a teacher in Las Vegas who Facebooked me and said, I have to tell you what happened after I read my Mikey book. And this was in the beginning of the school year because she had three children in her classroom on the autism spectrum, wow. and she wanted the children to understand them. And they did. And really, she said everything was going fine. In November, she gets a new child in her classroom. And that child knew that this one little kid in her classroom was a little different. Mm 
and started picking on him. And one of her kids came up to her and said, I think you need to read the Mikey book again so that he understands that that's not what we do. Mm. And that just touched me so deeply. I get stories from people all over the United States telling me how this book has helped their child understand, and in return, that child is helping their parent understand when they see children in grocery stores that um, have some of the stereotypic behaviors of the hand stimming, um, the humming, all of the stereotypic behaviors where that child tells their adult not to make fun of that young man or young lady, that that's okay. That's okay what they're doing. So Mikey has touched many pieces of our society. That's awesome. Well, we've got a a commercial break we need to take right now. So let's take a couple minutes, play a couple commercials, and uh, let's come back with Judy and talk a little bit more with Mikey right after this. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. At AST, we recognize that every child is unique. We are proud to offer what we believe is the most cohesive approach to supporting your child's needs and goals at each stage. From ABA to speech therapy, occupational therapy, and social skills, we have the elements you need to build the plan that is just right for you. One company, one team, with one mission, to support individuals and their families to dream and achieve their full potential. Call us today to let us know how we can best support your family at 866-727-8274. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. Uh, that commercial break snuck up on me a little bit. I was, I was like, oh, got to get back. But uh, but uh, but that's good because I was excited to get back to this. Judy and I were were getting into more dialogue off the air, um, and I know both of us um, talking about Mikey and talking about this book. Um, I think we're both really excited to talk a little bit about the audience and and who are the perfect people for this book because um, I think you hear a children's book and you hear you know, the first part of our conversation, and it's like, okay, great, this is for teachers to read maybe to their classroom. But as we started saying, there's a much broader audience who could really benefit from Mikey. So where, where do you, who do you see that audience being, and who are the different people you guys are really hoping go out and buy Mikey? I think I hear you now. Ah, beautiful. Okay. So I don't know if you heard my question, but... No, um, I did not. But that's all right. You know, it's, it's, it's the joy of Internet radio and podcasting. Sometimes <laughs> we get it in... Sometimes we lose each other. You know, it happens. It's not, it's not the end yeah, of the it's world. It's called life. Exactly. You've got to roll with the punches. But Absolutely. you know that as a teacher. That's, Absolutely. That's, uh, I feel like uh, that's the first thing I learned from my mom, who's a teacher, is you just got to roll with the punches. It comes, things happen, no big deal. Um, <laughs> you know, I, w- I was talking about us during the break. We both, um, I think we both really got excited about talking about the idea of, 
who is the right audience for this? Because, Absolutely. you know, you hear the first part of our conversation and you know, okay, teachers should read this. We want kids to read this. But I think that as we started talking about the break, you know, there's even a broader audience here of who you guys were looking for. So my question really was, who do you guys hope are going to go out and buy this book? This book belongs in the hands of university professors, student teachers, pediatricians' offices, social workers, guidance counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, children behavioral centers, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, cousins. This is a book just not for school, although it is it, it was written in a school fashion. Autism doesn't stop at school. Autism goes 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows someone who has been impacted with a child on the autism spectrum should have a copy of this book. Um, I have grandmas and grandpas Facebook me and tell me that they've bought this book so that they can read it to their other grandchildren so they understand their cousin who might be on the autism spectrum. So I don't want your audience to think it's just limited to teachers, because it definitely is. Yeah, I was wondering, with the the child piece of this, did Mm -hmm. you guys have a sense of, is there a, I guess, I'm going to say the wrong thing here, but is there like an age? Is there like an appropriate age that you were looking for? I know a lot of kids' books are written with that, you know, that six and over or um, 12 and over, and you kind of have those types of age guidelines. Did you guys have a sense of like what is the, the, that bottom age that this book is appropriate for, who will get it, and really be able to digest the content? A great question. We have had preschool teachers read this book to their classes. classes. Mm-hmm. I have had middle school teachers tell me that this book was very appropriate to read to their classes. Huh. I, I had a, um, a person going for his doctoral thesis in, in ABA mm-hmm. ask me if he could use the book to wow. present uh-huh, as part of his presentation. It has no, it has no limits. I don't want to tell you that this is just for little kids. It's not. Mm-hmm. So it can go across all age barriers. Mm-hmm. So do you think that the, the, you know, one of the things I like about this and, and what kind of leads to this question is I like that it, it's the look of more of a general education setting. Um, right. I've seen other books and, and other things where sometimes they take it from more of that special education classroom environment. And I like that this is general ed. Do you right. feel like this translates and the story therefore translates well into just substitute school for work, just substitute school for karate class? Like, does it have that easy parallel of it doesn't necessarily have to be a group of people in a school, just substitute any type of structured environment? You will see behaviors exhibited not only in schools, but in the grocery mm-hmm. store, at a doctor's office, getting your hair cut in a dentist's office. So this, these behaviors that are emitted are emitted in every single situation in life. We wrote it for the regular education classroom because more and more children that are, um, and you don't even have to be enrolled in special education 
you can have 504 plans and sit in a regular sure. classroom. But more and more children are being in the least restrictive environment in the regular education classroom that have all of these needs. So mm -hmm. that's what we wrote it for, not so much the special ed classroom, although and, and the flip side of that is that special education teachers truly need a copy of this book as well because many of them are not always trained in the area of autism. And in that lies a problem in our school systems because of all yeah. the funding that is cut. We have less special ed teachers, less mentor teachers, less special education supervisors, less training, yet we still require teachers to know what to do with every single child in their classroom. Yeah, you know, and that's, you kind of touch upon what my, I guess one of my fears and one of my hopes as it relates to, to Mikey is how many different teachers could potentially say this is not maybe the right book for me or for my class because we don't have a child with autism in it or the different schools where you tend to see a lot more self-contained autism classrooms. Like thinking about myself in elementary school and, you know, from whether it be kindergarten all the way up into middle school, you know, other than Rain Man, and I know it's a different time, but we didn't really know anything about autism. And kids with autism didn't go to my school. They were sent to a different school in, in, the, in the county. Correct. Because when I started teaching back in the day, there were classrooms just for children who were diagnosed in autism. Absolutely. But well, the world has changed. Like, well, but it's still and those children like are now sitting. But those children are now sitting in regular education classrooms, mm -hmm. just not in public schools, parochial schools. Yeah. Um, I, in my business, I have a lot of kids coming from parochial schools, and they love the kids who come in to see me always see the Mikey book because I always have it out. And they will look at it and tell me, oh, yeah, and, you know, Tommy sits next to me. Tommy's just like that. So that child, because we're, we're placing students with all these special needs in different situations, different schools, different suburbs, different private schools, yeah. all teachers need to know this. It isn't so much the special education classroom anymore. And I can tell you that if that teacher doesn't have any children on the spectrum this year, she may have one coming up next year or get right. one next week. Yeah, yeah. Because of the transient movement of kids. Um, and parents who have been disgruntled with some of the, private, uh, the public schools sometimes will pull their child and put them in a private school thinking mm -hmm. left is in a classroom, it will help my child better. That's not always the case because those teachers need the education on what to do to make this child successful. What sure. is going to have that child be a part of that class community? And that's one of the themes of Mikey. This child needs to be considered part of that classroom community. Yeah. Well, and you, you know, considering the charter school movement going on, too, oh, obviously right. that's another huge population. So I, I agree with you. That makes perfect sense. Um, because, yeah, that's, that's the, the thing that I worry about is that, that person who says, well, I don't have a child in my classroom this year. Or, right. you know, there's still t sometimes where I feel like I've worked with different schools or districts or, or counties where maybe there's ten schools and six of them have is, are where the kids with special education needs go. Maybe they are mainstreamed, but they typically funnel into a certain school 
but eventually everyone comes together at middle school or high school or or so forth. Um, Correct. And so it's it's that's the community that I'm most hopeful re- really reaches out to to the book and and reads Mikey because it, it's you can almost become blind to it if it's not something that you is part of your daily routine in school. It's very easy well, I, to to have that viewpoint. I, I think that you're going to see a tremendous increase in the placement of children on the spectrum in all classrooms. Yeah. And teachers are going to have to acquaint themselves with what works and what doesn't. And that the puzzling piece of the spectrum is that the strategy might work at 10 o'clock in the morning may not work at 11.30. Sure. But it could work at 1 o'clock, but not at 2 o'clock. So we have to give teachers all of the handbag of strategies to pull from. Yeah. And if they're not acquainted what works and what doesn't, and what is causing the behaviors is one of the key elements that they have to begin to understand. Well, you throw that into the mix of standardized testing and classroom testing and computerized testing, mm-hmm. teachers just throw their hands up and say, I, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you bring up the, all the different elements, and obviously with any book, you could only go so deep into a subject this big. You know, you think about autism, it, it's so much to cover, and obviously you have to pick and choose. And I think you guys made some great choices and, and things to focus on, such as sensory, such as the, the pictures we were talking about. Um, does, given the response, given all of this, do you guys envision doing more books? Is there huh. additional stories in the question. future to cover other things that maybe you didn't cover in the first book? We are going to expand. And the books, nice. we have a couple different forks in the road that we may look at and travel to. So I'm hoping this summer we will come out with um, another book about Mikey, but in a mm. different format, in a different way of his, of his um, growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Possibly, it may not be about a school environment at this time. It might be about something oh. else. Got it. But we've, we've been given lots of suggestions about where to go with that second book. Many people would like us to expand him as an older student, which is a possibility. See, and I'd be really curious. I may as well throw out my suggestion while we're here. I, I, I love the idea of him as an older student, but I'm almost given my my clinical training came with kids who had uh, more severe behaviors than Mikey, um, had more meltdowns, more aggression. And so I would always, I'm always the type, I would always love to see more of uh, the story from the eye of the kid who, like, it leads to aggression and you kind of have more of those um, emotional pieces to it that also add to some of the aggressive behaviors. Um, obviously, that's a completely different kid. So I, I think it would be kind of interesting to have, like, different stories from different kids all from that perspective. Um, but that's a because... great suggestion. That's a phenomenal suggestion, Rob. And we are always looking for suggestions because we want to make these books as meaningful as possible. Yeah, it's just I, I can think of... Yeah, just thinking of some of my my the my past uh, families and the kids I've worked with, I know that's something we've talked about. Is that you know it's the sensory piece tends to be a subject tackled very quickly, but what about the kid who has those other behaviors? And I think it would be very cool um, 
you guys have that unique opportunity to say, you know, let's tackle this from a few different perspectives. Maybe it's one opportunity is to present from the perspective of an individual with Asperger's and mm-hmm. a more sophisticated dialogue. And maybe it's Mikey and it's Tommy and it's Jimmy and it's, you know, all these different type of people. And it's that, you know, that idea of so many of our guests have said, if you've no one child with autism, you know one child with autism. So let's talk about and different that, children. that can't say it clear enough because it's yeah. the truth. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yes. And you know what? It's a, the bottom line is this is still a child. Yeah. And that's the bottom line, and I think many people forget about that, um, that this is still a child. This child works a little differently but still works. Mm-hmm. And let's find out the ways to, to make that work smoother with less negativity in their day. Mm-hmm. So we have had people, you know, suggest that we talk about him as a middle school student, especially with the social piece, especially with puberty. What happened? Yeah. That's huge. Um, and yeah. you know, the social piece in middle school is difficult enough. And then you throw in this, uh, the, the child on the spectrum not really getting what is happening around them, um, it, it becomes almost unbearable for some kids. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a possibility. We're thinking about it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's great to hear that you guys are thinking about this. And, and clearly, I think that the team you have together, yourself, your daughter, your illustrator, you guys are bringing personal experiences to it. And I think that just, there, it, it just leads to that, that message you were saying. This is still a person at the end of the day. Let's not, get, let's not get lost in the label. Let's figure out what's the best way to help this student, this person, just like we would want to help anyone else. Well, and we and know so, that there are many high school programs. Um, in Wisconsin, we have the best buddies. Mm-hmm. And this is really a high school program where you pair a child, a developmentally normal kid, with, a special needs child in high school, and they do social activities together, but we don't have a lot of that in the middle school or the elementary school. Mm. And that's an area that needs to be addressed as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we're, we're kind of coming up towards the end here. Um, any, you know, any final thoughts, any closing messages, anything that our, our listeners and, and your, you're hoping your readers come away with that we haven't really tackled? Um, you know, my wish is that all classroom teachers would have a copy of Mikey. Every class, every library in a school would have a, class, would have a copy of Mikey. If you know someone who's impacted by autism, their family, their grandchild, their niece, their nephew, their neighbors, get them a copy of this book because mm-hmm. it really does explain a lot of things very simply and very clear-cut. They'll love the illustrations. Um, it makes it a little easier to understand, and that's what it's all about, understanding and then yeah. accepting that this, makes, this is what this child is about right now. And how can we make life successful? How can we make that child happy and successful. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey's available online at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Um, we would love for the world to know about this book. I know we've been all over in different cities. We'll continue to visit different news shows mm-hmm. uh, because we, we're finding out this, has, this touches 
there's somebody that you know that autism has touched. Yeah. And and just you said it's available on Amazon. It's available at Barnes and Noble. Is uh, I'm obviously hard copy. Is it also something that you can get on like an iPad if you uh, get it off of iTunes or anything like that? We haven't gotten that far. That is in the works. Awesome. So that may come as well, where you can download it. Yes, but it's only cool. online. It's not actually in the brick and mortar stores of Barnes and Noble. Okay, so Amazon.com and Barnes and Noble's website is the way to go. Right. Just type in M-I-K-E-Y, and it'll pop up. And I would love to hear reviews from your listeners. Uh, I would. Mikey has a Facebook page. If you go on Facebook and type in Mikey, it'll pop up. I would love to hear reviews. So far, we've only gotten five-star reviews, which awesome. I love. Yeah. So I, I well, it, it deserves the praise. You guys, you guys have just a great book with a great message. And, and I'm Thank with you. you. I, I'm hoping everyone reads it as well. And please, when you're in Milwaukee, give me a call. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I let you know. Me. I, I'll know within about, probably about a week where I'm going to be exactly. So I, I will let you know. Excellent. And take the book and show it to the people that you work with and <laughs> that you're going to come to your workshops because they need to you see bet. it too. You bet. Well, we'll definitely have a – We've got a we've got a big team here, and, and a lot of them are, are listening to the show and, and keeping up to what we're doing. So you'll already get a, a few hundred folks, um, you know, hearing this and, and learning about Mikey just from our conversation. So we will continue to spread the word. Best of luck. And what is interesting is, we yeah. were, I don't know if you're a watcher of Parenthood, and I don't I am know not. how you're. Okay. So my wife is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we've actually contacted Jason Cat. Katims, who is the producer, sure. um, where this character Max is built off of his son. Oh, okay. um, and we're hoping that he will use our book on the show. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be really cool. That would be <laughs> really cool. Well, I will let you know when I'm in Milwaukee, and thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time and the great conversation. Thank you for having me, Rob. All right. Take care, Judy. You too. So we've got a couple minutes left here um, before we, we end up the show. Um, I am just really excited about, about Mikey and the conversation, and I think, uh, I don't know, for me it's just really cool to hear all of this and, and, and have a, a teacher chiming in. And Judy and, and her daughter, Mindy, um, are, yeah, I think they're just doing a great job in terms of, putting a great message together and spreading the word and making sure that, um, you know, people are getting this other side because it's so hard for us to get that perspective. You know, it's, it's the thing that I know I've always struggled with is getting yourself into the perspective of this person with autism who maybe can't directly say, this is what's going on in my head, this is what I'm thinking. And, and having voices like this go a long way, especially when we start off with this first environment, so that is the school. Um, you know, one of the things that I can't help thinking about as, as, as we were talking is just how great it would be to have little readings at, at the local libraries. I know when I was a kid and, and my nieces and my nephews go to their local libraries and, and they read books and do story times and do all the types of things that, that Judy was talking about, um, hoping teachers would do. And, and so many of them have already done, 
uh, what another great environment. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that even those librarians out there hear this and, and you know, go out there and acquire the book so they can just spread this message because it's one that we really want to make sure goes everywhere. Um, well, this week, again, Autism Awareness Month, we're in week, I feel like it's week two, I guess, uh, beginning of week three. So I hope you guys are going out there. There's, there's different events all over the different cities and the different communities across the country. Uh, I know we just did a, and attended a bunch of events in New Orleans. I know there's some new ones coming up here in Los Angeles. Um, so if, you, uh, if you're not sure where to look, Autism Society of America always posts their events. I know they always do a lot of different things in different communities. Autism Speaks does lots of different events. Um, it's a great time to just get out there and meet different people, whether it be for resources, whether it be for other families to connect with, um, or just to get your own messages out there. As, as Ariva kind of said to us last show, now's the time to get our messages out there and start influencing the different important people in our communities, legislators, et cetera, and this is probably the, the best time to get something started and rolling since there is so much coverage and attention being placed. So with all that said, I hope you guys have a fabulous week, fabulous weekend. Um, if you have questions for us, more info at autismtherapies.com. Our Facebook page is always a great place to put um, comments, reviews, and we'll have links there as well uh, to uh, – Judy's resources, so if you want to give her reviews as she asked for, please do. I know she's, she's very genuine in that desire for comments because uh, it's going to just help them make Mikey Part 2 or the next book and the next one after that uh, that much more uh, just relatable and, and important to this ongoing dialogue. So have a great week. Take care, everyone. See you next time. We hope you have enjoyed today's episode of Autism Spectrum Radio. For additional information and resources about autism, visit www.autismtherapies.com. Please join us each week for a new episode or visit our archives to listen to and download previous shows.